Hello, my name is Joseph Carlson and this is episode 160 of Gaming with Grief and I'm calling this episode That Dragon Cancer Spoiler Review. But I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the show, what I can do to improve, stuff like that. You can also subscribe to the podcast at Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and old episodes are going up on YouTube as well. You can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Again, let me know what you think of the show. Leave a comment, stuff like that. Um, And you can find me on Twitter at JesselJoe. Yeah, so this this is probably the roughest game uh, that I played in a long time. It is because not only the subject matter um, I talked about in the preview episode that it was about, you know, a family dealing with their very young son when he was young, diagnosed with cancer. Um, His name was Joel Green. Uh, The parents were uh, Ryan Green and uh, Amy Green. And it literally uh, ended on a very terrible way. There's a documentary that I watched called Thank You for Playing, uh, I will be talking about all that stuff in the review, but I want to give a little bit, I mean, one a disclaimer, this talks about kids uh, dying. Uh, Joel Green died when he was uh, four. Um, anyway, there's another thing I want to talk about. So there was an article I read right before I recorded about uh, takedown notices and YouTube and um, um, Ryan Green wrote a blog post from the numera the numerous games uh it was like a you know on their website in 2016 about the game and here's the deal um he wrote a big long article about uh takedown notices stuff because if there's copyrighted music uh on a youtube product you know the creator has a right to put a strike against the game um and someone asked him, you know, are you going to strike down your videos because of John Hillman's music, who did the music for the game? And he wrote this big blog post basically saying that the game had not sold a lot. Uh, you can see that some YouTubers have um, played the games, and those YouTube videos, like when I watched Markiplier, uh, had millions of views. But the game had only sold a few hundred thousand copies. Um, although the game was kickstarted, uh, Mark... Um, or I'm sorry, Ryan Green said that the, um, you know, it was eight people working on the game for three years and he's talking about something very personal. And so it's very hard to pay those people, uh, because what, what was happening was a lot of people were just going to watch a playthrough from Markiplier or somebody else and not buying the game. And he even said in the blog post that he doesn't, uh, think Let's Plays are bad on YouTube. He believes they add value to the game and kind of direct people towards that game but the problem he saw is when it's a short linear experience people would rather just again watch the let's play and um not uh even pay for the game you can even go on their website and donate money if you believe they're you know if you want to see them succeed um so that's my only real i guess disclaimer i would say i bought the game and i rented the documentary uh you don't have to do both i will say if you think any of this is moving please go and support the um support the game so uh like either donate a few dollars the game is twenty dollars maybe if you went on the website and just donated 20 bucks if you didn't want to play you know you're helping a good cause 
because uh, they still want to make other games. So what are the stories they're going to tell? I don't know. I mean, hopefully we find out in the near future. Hopefully something's able to happen. I mean, the game has won awards. Um, but so now let's get into the game itself. This is a very difficult game to play. Uh, basically, just like I said in the intro stuff, this is you, the Green family, going through Joel, his kind of journey as the tumors that he had. Uh, it's a rare form of brain cancer that I tried to pronounce in the uh, preview episode, but probably failed. Uh, but it came back uh, several times, and it was um, obviously terrible. The family lives in Colorado. Um, they had to go to San Francisco to get like an experimental treatment because I think three years in, the tumors came back and they were growing. So they did this experimental chemo treatment. Um, they literally, it appeared, they didn't say it in the documentary, but where the tubes were, it appeared they literally put chemo in his brain and he had radiation on the brain and he's two. Um, the game was good. Uh, I'll just let's just go over the game first because I do want to talk about the documentary called Thank You for Playing. It's three dollars on YouTube. I mean, this is the thing. I want to support the developers and stuff, but this was a very sad documentary. In fact, I had this all done a day ago, and I was like, I should record, you know, my thoughts. But it was really rough. It was rough to watch. I, I only could watch the documentary in about fifteen minute chunks. Because it is really terrible to see this family. They're Christian. Uh, I'm not making a judgment on them being Christian, saying it's terrible. What I'm saying is, they really haven't. You're really seeing kind of like their faith be tested uh, as this is going on, and uh, you know their son is sick and he's not getting better. And I wrote the line down um, in the book, but like midway through, there's a speech the dad gives in the game about. Fear is a fear is a snake oil salesman, basically. And cancer, you know, you're, uh, you know, th this is from you, and it eats away. He gives this incredibly impassioned speech, which, um, but he, when he was recording it in the, in the documentary, thank you for playing, uh, he broke down while he was recording it, and uh, the producer. And like right before he started, he did a couple walkthroughs and, you know, you hear the audio, the producer comes in and says, listen, why don't you just pretend that you have cancer by the throat and you're choking cancer? And then he walked in the room with a pillow and he said, just choke this pillow, you know, while you're delivering the lines. And that way, you know, uh, it'll help or something. And he recorded this. I don't know, it was three or four sentences over and over again about cancer and uh, fear and snake oil salesmen, and he broke down. He They recorded him white-knuckling the pillow, and he just started crying uh, because it's his kid, and he said it's rough. And his wife and him talked early in the documentary about including Joel's laugh but not his cry. And his wife said, well, why not his cry? Why not see the other side of it, you know, and not the... Um, you know, if you're going to see the ups, why not the downs? And they kind of go back and forth. I'm paraphrasing. But anyway, the the first point with him breaking down, doing the audio, he had like one of the most illuminating quotes I've ever heard. I wrote it down. When they got done with the session, he looked at the sound designer and he said, uh, I'm disappointed in God and I'm mad at the devil. Uh, so 
you know, they uh, had to deal, and this is when they were still in Colorado, they hadn't gone to San Francisco yet, but everything's getting worse and worse, and uh, he did uh, talk about why he was doing the game, you know, even while their son was sick, and if it was exploitative or whatever, and he said some of it is, um, you know, they went to PAX 2013 and previewed the game uh, and wanted people to, um, you know, told his story. It was a very small booth set up in the corner of all these, you know, it's PAX. It's a, if you don't know what that is, it's a Penny Arcade Expo. It's in uh, all, it's in the States. I mean, they've had some satellite ones. since since closed down, but PAX Prime is usually in Seattle. Uh, and I'm from Washington State, so when I've gone to conventions, I've usually gone to PAX uh, Prime because it's close. I'm not going to fly to Boston. I mean, it, I'm sure some hardcore fans do, but no, nah, I just went to the one uh, here in Seattle. Um, but anyway, he went there uh, with the game, very small booth, maybe two or three seats, let people play it, uh, and told people uh, they didn't have the the kid's name. And there was one kid that uh, came up. And said, what's the game about? And, you know, the dad was there. Uh, I keep getting his name. Ryan. Ryan was there. And the kid said, what, what is this about? And he said, my, my son has uh, cancer. And uh, he said, I put a picture of him up, up there, right there by the whatever. And, um, you know, let's play the game. And the kid went in and played. And they showed a montage of people going in and just crying. They had uh, tissue there. Um, and the kid came out. Uh, that they originally interviewed, and uh, he he just uh, Ryan hugged him, and he said, "It's really brave. I'm sorry, man." And he said, uh, "You know, thanks." And uh, and then he gave a speech at a panel which they recorded, where he said, um, "You know, I'm doing this because pain is real, and 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 we don't talk about pain, and we shy away from it a lot uh, in this country. We, you know, but this is a real thing that is happening." You know, and I just like to say, uh, he, him, and his wife, as they were developing the game, were reading internet comments, which is uh, probably not ideal. And one of the comments came up: "Why is this? You know, why is he doing this? Uh, his son is sick. Doesn't this seem weird that he would be exploitative like this when his son is uh, very, very ill? You know, I don't think the creators come up with good reasons why he's doing this, which." I don't know what interview he's reading from the creator at that time because they were in their middle of development. But I'll say this, like, it, I mean, throughout time, art has been people, some art uh, through time, throughout time has been people dealing with terrible things. I mean, I would argue that actually most art is probably people dealing with terrible things, whether it be a breakup, a death, uh some tragic accident happening, uh, some kind of financial mis... You know, it's all people... De- like, the person who probably wrote, drew the first uh, mammoth on the cave or whatever, that mammoth probably killed him. And he said to himself, I have to write this down. <laughs> that mammoth almost got me. Um, but, I mean, it's a way for him... He said while he was developing it, it was a way for him to focus on what he wanted to do and not... Um, you know, it was, it was, he said, you know, games are also an escapism and it was a way to escape, but be focused on a task to worry about that as opposed to just worrying about, uh, his son. Um, I think, man, it, it was rough really thinking about it. Uh, after, uh, Joel went to, you know, the family, 
uh, Ryan and Amy and the whole family, they had uh, four kids. Um, and she found out towards the before they went to San Francisco that she was pregnant with uh, a girl named Zoe, that they named Zoe. And uh, they talk about that in the game where she didn't want the kid to be a sympathy kid, that she didn't want, uh, you know, she didn't want it to feel like Zoe was going to be unloved or there was a reason why they were having Zoe because it really didn't look good for Joel. In fact, it's intermixed in the game with the scene where the doctors are talking about it isn't looking good for Joel. And you kind of hear her internal monologue, which, which the wife really did the audio in the game. You know, his whole family did the audio when he's talking to his kids about their brother Joel. It's really his kids. It's really him doing all the audio when he's talking about his feelings. But in that scene of the doctor where the wife uh, is talking about their new child, she says, I don't want this to feel like some kind of, um, you know, I don't want this to feel like some kind of sympathy or something like that. And so it was really moving, you know. Um, and I, and this is probably the worst part of the documentary, but, uh, 90 days after, uh, Joel passed away, uh, when they came back from San Francisco, uh, the treatment wasn't working. His tumors were still growing. So they came back to Colorado and they got hospice care. And this is probably the worst. Well, I mean, there's several worst parts of the documentary, but the, uh, the hospice people were there talking with him uh, and asked if Joel walks or sits or stands up. And after all the treatments that happened, he, uh, the parents were like, no, he doesn't really walk anymore or whatever. No, he's four years old. And, uh, you know, they said he's got a feeding tube. His, his uh, swallowing has slowed down. Uh, and so the parents decided... Uh, he couldn't, he wasn't eating properly. So they decided to take the feeding tube out, but they wanted to keep the fluids going into him. And hospice said, well, to do that, we're going to have to talk to your doctor because we're here and we don't like to prolong things. We don't, we don't want to, you know, that that's not what we do. So the parents said, you know, Amy, Ryan, they said, okay. And uh, they took the tubes out and um, they kind of had an interstitial where they interviewed uh, Ryan again and he said, I'm, I'm debating why I'm even letting you hear for all of this and why I'm allowing you to uh, record all this and it's because I believe that if I, if I don't have you here and I don't record this that I'll somehow forget Joel, I'll forget my son, I'll forget what he was like, you know, that it'll fade away and so... Uh, you know, you're here now recording this. Uh, so the camera got those moments with hospice. And uh, since they're religious, they had people come over to their house and pray and sing, uh, do worship. The camera crew was kind of outside, so they didn't really intrude. They did like a, it looked like a faraway shot, but you, I think they mic'd the room. Um, and, uh, you know, Joel died, I guess, that morning uh, or the next morning at like 1 a.m. Uh, so that was all with permission allowed to be in the documentary, you know. So it was a rough, <laughs> it's a rough documentary. Again, I'll say this uh, for all the this rough talk. Uh, I'm talking about this game. Please um, 
support them if if this is all really hard to listen to and stuff i mean i played it i watched the documentary uh, i of course got, have gone through some terrible things this was one of those things where i think uh, i said i would talk about it but the roughest part of the game for me was when they showed all the handprints and uh you know footprints in the game and they showed it in the documentary thank you for playing as well the funny thing about that is uh, they said he ran out of parts to put on the wall, and uh, they let him put his butt print on the wall, which I think, uh, you know, Joel, legend. Uh, I don't know if there's any more uh, butt prints on the wall. He's one of a kind. He got his butt prints right up all over that wall. Uh, you know, to be really uh, transparent, I've talked a lot about bad things that have happened to me. You know, my son died in the hospital. Uh, we have uh, a footprint of our son, uh, both feet. Uh, it's not on a wall. It's on a piece of paper that we have as a memory. So, um when I saw the foot and handprints on the wall, I was like, whew, it was rough, you know. Um, I mentioned earlier that there was some uh, a few hiccups with the game. I had a couple minor bugs, but to me, it doesn't, I mean, that doesn't matter. I was still able to progress. It, it wasn't, um, it wasn't uh, game-breaking. You know, the game didn't stop. It kept going. There was just a couple of hiccups as opposed to, like, a crashing bug. So, I mean, I'm not even going to hold that against the game you know uh this is truly you know when you watch the documentary you see uh the greens talking about it struggling with it and also ryan literally i think they used unity uh using unity to finish the game while he has his son on his lap uh trying to hit kind of a milestone for i don't know if they had an internal release date set up or what but it was really really bad and the end of the game was really heartbreaking again this is full spoilers so you know the fact that joel basically got to go to heaven i did like the little spot at the end where he finally got the dog he wanted and he got to eat an endless amount of pancakes if that's what heaven is uh i'm totally for it i'm not religious but the idea of eating an endless amount of pancakes and just being able to hang out with the dog i mean i have two dogs uh right now and i've had dogs when i was younger if we all got to hang out and like you know a pack of animals, literally, uh, eating pancakes and having bubbles, bananas. I'm all for it. Heaven sounds great. Uh, bring it on. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this was uh, rough, you know. Um, I think even after Senua's Sacrifice, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice and what I talked about there, uh, you know, the idea that when people have lived experiences, I've said this several times, but I'll, I'll just keep reiterating it, uh, We've all seen great acted and written pieces about uh, stuff, you know, about, uh, oh, this, you know, Meryl Streep is acting that her child died or acting that uh, her husband left her or, you know, I'm just saying Meryl Streep because she's an amazing actress. But um, we've seen tons of movies like that where you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I always mention Hereditary. It's a horror movie. But, you know, Tony Collette, her ability to just show, just cry after you know, um, a tragedy, you know, I'm, again, I'm not spoiling anything for Hereditary I did in my other episode uh, with my wife, but, you know, uh, Ryan's really right here, you know, Ryan Green's really right, like, we, we're so quiet about grief here, and we don't talk about it to anybody, and the fact that you would make a game and sit down and say, I'm going to show every part of this process, because this is how I have to deal with what is happening, you know, this is, this is, uh, this, I have to do this, you know, I, I totally get it, I, you know, I, I'm i doing this podcast to deal with grief in a way. And so I don't know, that person that sent uh, 
Ryan and Amy that uh, message on, uh, <laughs> you know, while they're developing the game and said, like, I don't really know why they're doing this. This seems kind of exploitative. I was like, man, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, I mean, again, to go through the whole process to see how they kind of show his journey, um, you know, there's a scene where um, Joel breaks down in the hospital and cries. And, excuse me, he doesn't, he can't, won't stop. And I, I can't imagine as a, you know, just as a parent trying to get your kid to stop crying in general, where they just cry and cry and cry. But then too, you know, he's uh, has developmental problems because of the chemo. And he's not to the age where you can explain to him, like, this is why this is happening. You know, you're, you're, you're not feeling good because you're sick and we're trying to give you medicine. Just something as simple as that. Like, there's none of that. And just uh, to have him cry is totally heartbreaking. I mean, I don't think I'm going to ever forget this game. And I'll say this to the documentary. To be able to sit with a crew afterwards and say, I want to do this to document everything and how terrible it is, uh, is, I mean, amazing. You know, I um, there was a short film I did a long time ago with my dad was in it. Because uh, it was somewhat autobiographical, and um, I, uh, I still miss my parents, uh, but sometimes I forget the sound of their voice, and so I had to. I think like a year ago, I had to put that movie on and just watch one scene uh, with my dad, just to hear his voice again. You know, just to hear his, uh, you know, him say something, so I could like remember his voice. I don't have any of his voicemails on my phone. I got rid of them because I thought I would fall into a trap of. Uh, you know, um, listening to them over and over again. I have an audio recording of my mother. Uh, and um, anyway, th- this, I, sometimes I have to listen to them. Uh, I kept the one on my mom. But so I understand his thing to want to hang on to it. Like, especially that scene where he's in the recording booth and he makes Joel laugh, um, you know, with raspberries, stomach raspberries, which is pretty funny. Um <laughs> And just to hear him laugh and the, and the uh, audio sound designer said, yeah, I got like 20 versions. This is great. <laughs> I mean, just to be able to watch that scene again and, and maybe just hit up the audio guy every once in a while and go, hey, can you send me that? Like, can you just send me that? There might be chapter breaks. I know there's chapter breaks in the game. Maybe there's a chapter break there where he laughs. But just that one laugh, especially, I don't know if he sent him anything, but just to hear that laugh again, you know, um, that's pretty amazing. Uh, and... I mean, for the siblings, I can't imagine. You know, I mean, Zoe and maybe the young ones, they maybe uh, don't remember or won't remember. Obviously, Zoe won't because she wasn't around. But the older kids, you know, especially, like, they had a sibling and they held them and, you know, what they remember playing with them in the park. And, I, you know, I, I'm an only child, so, like, I didn't really have any, like, remembered memories around my parents. It was all... It was all just me trying to remember things, you know. So hopefully, I don't, uh, I hope the Greens are doing okay. Uh, Again, I'm not religious, so I don't know. Uh, I hope your faith is helping you. Uh, Again, I don't, I'm not religious, so I don't really know what to say about religion. I'll just say that I hope you're able to find um, comfort in your faith, and it's helping you get through this. Um, Other than that, I mean, again, the game was fine. It's point and click. You go through things. Uh, really, I will say the game is one thing. It's $10, but if you haven't 
noticed by the fact that I've been talking for about 25 minutes. The documentary is really, for me, an amazing companion piece <laughs> to the game because you see what went into stuff, what, uh, you know, the thought process behind things. And you see, you know, Ryan and his wife discussing the script, reading parts of the script over, and really breaking down. So I really, I would consider if there's some kind of, like, bundle or just buy both of them because again the documentary is only about three dollars on youtube when i rented it and the game's i think uh, 20 bucks 10 bucks um get both of them and play them if you can uh if you can't if everything that i have said if you're listening to a spoiler episode you probably have played them um if you can or you just have listened to this for whatever reason at least donate to the the website and uh, try to give them uh, a little bit of some uh you know, some help. So, yeah. So I think that's it this week, guys. Uh, really uh, amazing game. Uh, thank you to Ryan and Amy Green uh, and uh, Numinous Games for being so personal and being so honest about that process. And uh, thank you for the documentary as well. Thank, I mean, thank you for playing. Thank you for sharing, I guess. I, I don't know. But um, I guess that's it this week, guys. But I want to remind you at the end of this that this podcast uh, will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there. You can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, or uh, YouTube. Old episodes are hitting YouTube. Um, I will probably put this episode up on YouTube quickly because um, I don't know. I want more people to hear about this game. It might be another avenue for people to... Uh, listen to the whatever. I'm I'm actually going to spend time today putting a lot of old episodes up on YouTube because I'm sick of like doing a day here and a day there and a day here or maybe doing one in the morning because I was tired and then forgetting and doing one in the afternoon. It's not very good. But those all the old episodes will hit YouTube soon. You can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. So go there again. Let me know what you think of the show or the episode. There's stuff like that. You can also go to um twitter and find me at just little joe so go to those places interact with me let me know what you think of the episodes like that have a good week and i will talk to you guys again uh next week uh bye